Chapter Forty Two of Laramie Holds the Range by Frank Spearman. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. Chapter Forty Two Warning By nightfall, Kate had the hope that her father might live. Dr. Carpy indeed promised as much, though he confessed to Laramie that he was partly bluffing. It was, he explained, a question of constitution and nerve, and he thought Barb had both. For better care he had him brought to town, and within the same hospital walls that sheltered Doubleday lay Stone, in even more serious condition. The sole promise Carpy would make concerning him was that he would fit him up either for trial or for his museum, or, as Lefevre suggested, for both. The excitement of the town lay in the pursuit of Van Horn. Laramie, during the first uncertain days of her father's condition, stayed within Kate's call. "'While Van Horn's loose, Jim,' said Tennyson one day, "'you're the man that's in danger. Don't forget that.' "'I'd like to forget it,' he returned. "'But I guess it wouldn't be just exactly safe to. "'Barb warned me yesterday to look out for a surprise. Van Horn's good at them.' Then again, he may have left the country. There's no word of him from anybody yet. Things up at Barb's ranch have got to have some attention, he continued. Barb will be laid up a long time, and if I don't see after things, the banks will. I'm going to take my cowpin up there tomorrow. The two men were sitting before a large window in the hotel office. As McAlpin's name was mentioned, they saw the man himself stepping sailor-fashion at a lively pace up Main Street. He made for the hotel, burst through the office door, and headed straight for Laramie. "'Kitchens just rode into the barn, Jim, with word from Lefevre and Saudi. They've got track of Van Horn. He come to Pettigrew's ranch yesterday for food and a fresh horse. One of John Frying-Pan's boys seen him. Lefevre says they've got him located near the headwaters of the crazy woman. You know that rough country each of Pettigrew's? Lefevre says if you'll get right up there and watch the creek, he can't get away. The boys at Pettigrew's say he's got lots of ammunition. Lefevre and Saudi stayed at Pettigrew's last night. At the barn, Kitchen, who had ridden in from the Doubleday Ranch, had few details to add. But the Indian runner that brought the word from Lefevre and Saudi had made it clear to Kitchen. The two were depending on Laramie to help them bottle Van Horn up. Laramie laid the news before Kate at the hospital. He called her from her father's room, and they talked at the end of the corridor. She looked at him wistfully. I don't want you to go, Jim, she whispered. Her hands lay on his free arm. I don't want to go, Kate, he said, but the boys have sent to me for help. What can I do? He's a hundred times more my enemy than theirs. The only interest they've got in rounding him up is friendship for me and you. Suppose they close with him and get killed. Kate could only look up into his eyes. Suppose you get killed, Jim. He hesitated. Then he looked down into her own eyes. You'd know I did what I ought to do, Kate. She withdrew herself from his embrace and looked at him. I know you're going, Jim. Only don't ask me to say go. I couldn't bear to think I sent you. 
McAlpin had armed himself and was determined, despite Laramie's protests, to ride with him. The plucky boss was saddling the ponies and stood momentarily expecting Laramie at the barn when the telephone rang. Too occupied with his watch for Laramie to give it any heed, McAlpin let it ring, and the barnmen let it ring. It rang seemingly more and more sharply until McAlpin, with an impatient exclamation, ordered a hostler to answer. "'It's you, McAlpin,' bawled the hostler from the office, "'and they want you quick.' McAlpin hurried to the instrument and glued his ear to the receiver. Tennyson was on the wire. He spoke low and fast. "'Is Laramie there?' "'No. Where is he?' "'Couldn't tell you, Harry. I'm looking for him every minute.' drop everything find him quick or you'll be too late van horn's in town mcalpin gasped and swallowed what do you mean harry damnation thundered tennyson you heard me didn't you i did do as you're told end of chapter forty two